John, and, and just again, so, to be clarify this, on January 6th, what did you want to happen? And how was that historically grounded? And the history of our well, country, how would that have taken place? So just so the viewers can understand what would have unfolded and how that would have ultimately been constitutional. So there were you know, uh, several things. Some people had urged that Vice President Pence simply had power to reject con uh, electors uh, whose certification was still pending in yeah, legal contest. I don't believe contests. that, but go ahead. I don't believe I, that. I, I, I don't <laughs> That's either. one thing and I don't I, agree with. And I, and I explicitly told Vice President Pence in the Oval Office on January 4th that even though it was an open issue under the circumstances we had, I thought it was the weaker argument and it would be foolish to exercise such power even if he had it. What I recommended, and I've said this repeatedly, is that he accede to requests from more than 100 state legislators in the swing states to give them a week to try and sort out the impact of what everybody acknowledged was illegality in the conduct of the election. election. I and I specifically said- it. Yeah, not everyone acknowledged well, it, but that was the argument that was being made, obviously. And there were obviously that, well, irregularities but, but, that everybody had seen, but whether that was, yeah, whether it rose to the level of changing the outcome of the election, again, without a legal proceeding in the states that mattered, the, the argument ultimately was a difficult one to make. I mean, hence, hence here we are. That's Donald Trump's lawyer, John Eastman, and his co-defendant in the Georgia criminal RICO case. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. And you could see as you watch that, Laura Ingraham was just aware that Eastman was further incriminating himself. And you saw that she was trying to cut him off as he was digging the hole even deeper for himself. But now he's also digging the hole deeper for Donald Trump in connection with the trial date in the Fulton County, Georgia criminal RICO case. Uh, Eastman just filed a motion objecting to the Fulton County uh, District Attorney's requested trial date of August 5th, 2024. But Eastman is asking for an earlier trial date. And in connection with this filing, Eastman also did an interview with the very far right-wing Federalist uh, media website where he was whining about how uh, all of these cases, he calls them lawfare, and says that they are depleting his wife's retirement fund. Back to the uh, motion or opposition that John Eastman just filed, he wants a trial date uh, before August 5th, 2024, and wants all of the deadlines to occur in the Fulton County case before even the district attorney is requesting. And Eastman wants there to be two tranches, one tranche of him and the other co-defendants, another tranche of uh, Donald Trump and perhaps a few other people. But by Eastman saying he's ready for trial earlier than August 5th, 2024. I think that plays right into what Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis has been requesting, which is a prompt and speedy trial date. This allows Fawny Willis to say, look, we set the earlier trial dates for 
Sidney Powell, as well as for Ken Chesbrough, and those uh, matters resulted in uh, plea agreements. Um, so now we have a Jenna Ellis plea agreement, a Scott Hall plea agreement, a Sidney Powell uh, plea agreement, a Ken Chesbrough plea agreement. Look how efficiently those cases were uh, tried when they asked for speedy trials. Look, Eastman's asking for a quick trial as well. We're ready to go. Expect Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis to stay that. Here's the filing by uh, John Eastman. Defendant Eastman's opposition to the state's motion to schedule trial date for August 5th, 2024. It says, Defendant John Eastman, by and through his counsel, files this, his opposition to the state's motion to schedule a trial date for August 5th, 2024, stating in part that waiting until June 21, 2024 for the final plea date is both arbitrary and capricious. The final plea date should be established earlier in 2024 so that the defendant who does not have lifetime United States Secret Service protection and who are not running for election to an office can exercise and have the right to their jury trial completed within 2024. And you see right there in bold the word completed, uh, contemplating that if trial were to start on August 5th, 2024, it would not be completed for probably six months to nine months thereafter. It would be completed in 2025. So Eastman's like, let's set this trial sooner, which would essentially be asking for an earlier uh, trial date somewhere in the range of probably February or March 2024. Lomi is the only appliance that prevents food waste from stinking up your kitchen and polluting the planet. Now that I've invested in a Lomi, it's changed the way I deal with my food waste. Lomi is the biggest innovation in the modern day kitchen since the dishwasher. Lomi has helped me turn my home into a climate solution. Now I can transform my organic waste into nutrient-rich loamy earth that I can feed to my plants, lawn, or garden instead of sending it to the landfill. And as a result, I can help the environment and make my life easier. In just four hours, Lomi transforms almost anything you eat into nutrient-rich plant food at the push of a button. It's smart, simple food recycling that fits my space perfectly. Cut the chore of doing the trash in half and eliminate bugs and odors in your kitchen. And here's a bonus. You get to feed your lawn and garden with an all-natural fertilizer that you just created out of your own food scraps. All my food scraps, plant clippings, and even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the fridge can go back into my garden, helping me grow more nutritious food at home. I learned that food waste makes up a huge portion of our personal carbon footprint. By reducing the amount of food I send to landfill, I'm helping do my part for the planet. Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash LegalAF and use the promo code LegalAF to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash LegalAF and use promo code LegalAF at checkout. Thank you, Lomi, for sponsoring this video. Eastman goes on to say, Within the state's motion, the state asserts it will entertain guilty pleas up to the final plea date. It continues, after the final plea date, the defendants will only have the option of non-negotiated pleas, and the state intends to recommend maximum sentences 
and at any remaining sentencing hearings. Moreover, the state requests this court to not consider any severance issues until after the final plea date. Establishing a final plea date earlier in 2024 and severing the defendants into two groups would provide more than enough time for the court to try two trials, each of eight of fewer defendants absent former President Trump, who at the president may be said to be the presumptive Republican nominee for the office of the presidency. Without defendant Trump in the courtroom, the U.S. Secret Service will not be involved in providing enhanced security, and the trials will proceed faster, respectfully submitted the 27th day of November 2023. With all things that John Eastman does, it always backfires in his face. So again, this gives perfect ammunition to Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis from her motion that she filed last week, state's motion to, uh, actually on November 17th, she filed it just to be precise, the state's motion to schedule trial date for August 5th, 2024, where Fawny Willis said, look, we see that uh, Judge Cannon her trial dates May 20th, 2024 in Washington, D.C. before Judge Tanya Chutkin. That's currently scheduled for March 4th of 2024. You then have the Manhattan District Attorney case scheduled for also March of 2024. So there will be no conflict setting all of the trials for all of the remaining criminal defendants by uh, August uh, 5th of 2024. And that reference that was made to setting that plea uh, agreement date um, that uh, was referenced in John Eastman's filing for June 21, 2024, is to put pressure on all of the other criminal defendants to do what Ellis and Chesborough and Scott Hall and Cindy Powell did, enter into a plea agreement, and to not address any issues of severance until we hit that January 21, 2024 date. And Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis is doing that brilliantly and basically saying that date, she doesn't say it, but it's why you have that date, that will create the pressure. If everybody thinks they're going to trial August 5th, 2024, there's no issues of severance being determined until that date passes. And once that date passes, the state says we're not going to agree to anything other than the maximum sentence for each potential crime. What Fulton County District Attorney Phony Willis is going to say is, is look, we anticipate that this trial is going to be far narrower, narrower by the time it goes to trial. I wouldn't be surprised also if we see some more plea agreements that are entered into um, even in 2023 and then early 2024, maybe one or two more. And then as you get closer to that June date, I think you'll see a lot of uh, plea agreements being entered. And then I think the case proceeds against maybe seven to seven to eight people in general, uh, including uh, Donald Trump. Um, so as I mentioned earlier too, you have Eastman whining, saying lawfare is punishing me for advising Trump. Um, it's going to cost me $3 million. And in this article by The Federalist, this far right-wing website, he says, this is what I call an authoritarian moment in our history. The whole premise here is the government has spoken and you continue to say otherwise. You are therefore 
lying and he says that uh, he's raised half a million dollars to date, but it's going to cost him three and a half million dollars. And quote, I'm trying very hard not to completely deplete my wife's retirement fund. And then he tries to cite our founding fathers to somehow justify his uh, efforts uh, aiding and abetting an insurrection as alleged in the various criminal indictments, which is, again, to me, so abhorrent. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to two million subscribers. Thanks to your support. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.